on this episode of El Presidente, we have the pleasure of welcoming Will Haggerty. Will has just launched a Hall of Fame chapter and has literally, literally been a multi-million pound giver um, since his early days in BNI. He's been a member of a very, very short period of time. He tells us his story of how he built the chapter and how he became a million pound giver. Roll the credits. Hello and welcome to episode 13 of the El Presidente podcast. I'm Dave Kelly, Director Consultant in Manchester. I'm here with Chris Grimes. Say hello, Chris. Hello. We are absolutely delighted to have the one and only Will Haggerty with us today. Uh, Will is somebody that from the, the time when we, we first started to get the podcast together and get together names of people that we wanted to get on the podcast. Will was somebody that we really, really wanted to get on. So 100%. Will, do you want to say hello? Hello guys, you okay? I'm from Great Manchester East and uh, if you want to say anything else, I'll just leave it going. No, so just a, a brief introduction to Will. I met Will probably about, is it maybe about eight to nine months ago now, maybe that long. Yeah. Yeah, um, Will came along to our chapter and he, he was, it was like he was like a sponge, he was soaking everything up and he was relatively new to BNI, but he was somebody that I see that gets BNI and got it from day one. Um, he's one of the few people that I meet day to day uh, within BNI that I feel adds lots and lots of value to me every time that I see him, every time I speak to him. So we just want to share a few stories with Will and some experience that he's had and hopefully listening today you will you'll pick up some stuff because Will is a, he's a, he's a fantastic person, he's an amazing giver within BNI and it, you know the more people like Will we have in the in the region and in BNI as a whole the better the organisation will be. So um, Will do you want to just describe how you first got involved with BNI? Yeah before I start I just want to say thank you for your kind words, really appreciate what you said there. Um, I was asked to attend Stedbridge Masters uh, with group with Luke Sutton's idea of launching a core group. Um, he was going for a twenty-two member launch. I was member twenty, uh, and I came in as a founding member. Um, and previously, prior to that, I've been to three or four BNIs already, and these were all established chapters across Manchester. And I felt I just didn't. Fit. I don't know. It was what I was walking into groups in the past, which were already up. The welcomings were great, but there was just something there within me which it didn't. I didn't feel that I connected straight away. You have to find your right home, don't you? Yes, I remember listening to a podcast. What you said, Chris, and you said on it, it's like finding the right pub. Yeah. They all do exactly the same things, but there's one yeah. that you'll, yeah. Yeah, and <clears throat> when when Luke decided he was going to do this, my uncle Mark Harrop actually invited me along. He had already got involved, and it was in my hometown. You know, and I, I, I was born in Staley Bridge. I'll raise my children in Staley Bridge, and you know what? I'll die in Staley Bridge. Mm. I know where I'm going. I will see plenty of this planet, and I'll keep going forwards. You know, I've got a big love for life. But this was a pride thing, really, mm. and it was my own. It was my opportunity to create my own bravado, paint the town red. You know, go in that room and think, yeah, you know what, I can do something with this. And the room was not spectacular. And Dave Kelly once and he saw it. It was damp on the walls. It was a bit grinch, a bit grotty. But you know, I could see the vision. I could see where we wanted to go with it, and where how it's all evolved now. We're in a cracking venue, and it's just all come together. So before you got involved with BNI, had you done any other networking before? Did you, were you a, a regular networker at other events? Yeah, I, I've been around um, some of the four networking things. Never committed to them. 
I did join the FSB once. Um, I was on the entrepreneurial spark program at the RBS building in spinning fields. I was on that for about 14 months where we went through the sprint program and then the enable program. <coughs> and um, that was a, that was a big learning curve doing that accelerator. Um, Interesting. That was it was it was intense, um, and I took a lot away from that. I did. Um, Had you heard about BNI before you came? Yes, yes. I've been around. Like I said, I've visited a few chapters a few years prior. You know, just being invited along to. I think it was Tigers at the time when they were in the living room. Yeah. Um, I went there. I got invited to one. Where was it? Where did I get invited to one? Now there's one in Salford. Yeah, it's really, it's really, it's always fascinates me that that how you can go from the, the right home is so important, and and also, do you know what? You, your story is a little bit similar to mine. The fact that I didn't have a great view of, of BNI in in terms, but only because of the chapters that I visited. Again, like for me, it just never, just never felt right. I never really felt at home, to be honest with you. And again, same as you, I wanted to launch to leave my own legacy if you like and it i'll openly admit it was a it was a an ego thing initially um but i didn't do it to earn more money i did it to be a better public speaker so i did it for my own selfish reasons at the start but then obviously obviously when you get caught up in the the bni give us gain philosophy yes. and you then you you kind of see what a difference it does make to people's lives and what a difference it does make to to, uh, to people's communities one million percent so before we get on to where you are now in terms of the your your region and on BNI nationally and the, the higher level of networking that the regional teams and the national teams allow within BNI, your statistics within BNI are, are phenomenal. Thank so you. I just want to go through some of them. So you may know these off your top of your head. I could have prepped you earlier to do you a favour. <laughs> but um, how many visitors have you invited along to to um, to masters in the time that you've been there? Sixty eight. Sixty eight. And how long has the chapter been going for? Uh, now we'll just hit the 12 months. So 68 in a year, so over one a week. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely amazing. And how much have you been thanked for? Thank you for the business. Um, now just I'm on over 1.2 million already, 1.21 I think. Wow, so well over a million pound over a visitor every single week. I always think when, when you come across such big givers within BNI, and we've had this conversation before, where if you imagine a group where you had, I mean, it'd be, imagine a group where you had 30 members that are all doing that. But I think, imagine you had a group where you had four or five people doing that. The results of that would be absolutely mm -hmm. phenomenal. When what tends to happen, for whatever reason, not everybody quite gets it. So people are happy being an average member. Why, do, why don't you think people get it, Will? We've had this conversation before, with you, and there's various reasons, isn't there? Um, I think you have to get the dynamic of the room right. So the dynamic of the room after spending a considerable amount of time with a chap called Ray Holding. Yeah. Ray gave me some absolute fantastic advice on certain things. And one of the things what he mentioned to me was, Will, sit them in their power teams. And I thought about this, and I was ripping my brain, I was thinking, well, in my own chapter, I want to sit where I want to sit. But then I'm thinking, well, if I, if I don't know any different, would this make the experience more comfortable for the member? And it would, yeah. So I had a jet sprayer who got involved with Spartans roughly about member 31. 
and <clears throat> this jet sprayer had been to Sailbridge Masters, really enjoyed his experience, but he contrasted with one of the companies in the room, decided not to get involved. Uh, well, we couldn't, we couldn't get involved actually, sorry. Um, and then when I kicked off Spartans, I got in touch with him, and I said to Kev, would you like to come down? He came down, loved it. Um, <clears throat> and one of the things he said was, you know what, those guys over there, they're, 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 they're like educated and I've not been to school and you know it's great sitting next to the builder and it's great sitting next to the cleaning company because the way I do it is I have all my trades running on the back row and I have all my financials running up the one side and I have all the techies running up the others and then I create a, a, like a, a, a cup if you will of week one visitors right. and if you're a week two visitor you'll sit within your power team. Really interesting. And I said, I've spoke to a few people already and they love it because, you know, if you're a bit nervous mm -hmm. and you sat with people where you think, yeah, you know what, this is just a builder and it's all right and this is the cleaning company, then it's going to make that experience for 90 minutes far more enjoyable. And I think I think that's when, obviously we're at b UK National Directors Conference at the moment, we've, I've learned so much this weekend. I always learn a lot when it comes to things like this. But I think the one thing I always take away is it is the small, little, incremental changes that you make to a visitor experience, a follow-up, that really does separate, separate the wheat from the chaff, really. So sitting people in power teams, again, I wouldn't even ever thought to do that, but that's something that I'll take back to my chapter and go, that is an 100% what you should do, really. Yeah, there's a good headstock I've seen uh, on marginal gains. It's not, you can't change everything overnight, but it's the little incremental things that you can change and you can impact that will have a big impact straight away. Um, so you touched on their Spartans. So Spartans yeah. is the group that you have launched as a launch DC within yeah. um, within Manchester. Is Manchester North? Great, it's the first one in Great Manchester East. So, so Great Manchester East. Um, so how did that start up? How did you get involved with launch? How did you get involved with launch? Because um, some people on the regional team will come up and you, you can be an ambassador launch director, support DC, and depending on different people's perceptions maybe, and also their characteristics and skills, they feel one role is better than the other. You, from me speaking to your early days, you were really interested in launching a group. What was it What was it about launch in particular that you really liked the, the thought of? Making a difference to the, to the area, but also challenging myself as well. Not gonna lie, I wanted to. Same, same for me. So I wanted to see, would I be strong enough emotionally, mentally, mm. um, could I do this? Um, I was really impressed with the buzz when I came into b and Beyond. That, that's the first Hall of Fame chapter, I think, in, in the Northwest. Yeah, is that right? Mm -hmm. um, when I walked into that, I think it was at 38 members, and it was only was it two months into its infancy. Yeah. So I felt, I think I could do this as well and I could make an impact in an area which is quiet. So I selected Ardenshaw and Ardenshaw Fairfield Golf Club. It's a nice, it's a nice venue. It, it, it's cracking, it's absolutely, it, it, it plays. It plays greatly into yeah. the visitor experience in terms of how it flows. I always think that about alchemy actually, when you go to alchemy and you go from downstairs to upstairs, it, it flows really, really well. Well, it comes in with the premium. Yeah. When, when you when you're investing into a premium, you want that premium feel as well. It's okay saying people buy people, but you need that premium. One of the things what I loved about because I don't knew graphene existed, 
and when I asked to go and sub down there, I, I loved it. It was quirky. It was different. Yeah. You know, it, it felt people say it's a dungeon, and it's it's it, you know it, it's it's definitely funky. But it had the characters in there, and um, yeah, it made me think. You know, I went back to Beyond, and then I, I thought, right, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. Two hundred forty-eight hours is surrounding a brand new venue just off the motorway. It's accessible to all areas, all regions. Stockport, city centre, yeah, Alden, the way you Staley Bridge, you can get to it in 15 minutes. And that's played a pivotal part, definitely. So so today I've been in a couple of sessions, amazing sessions where I've picked quite a lot of, uh, lots of stuff up about launch. What process did you follow in terms of launch? Did you, sort of any preparation beforehand or how did you go about finding yeah. the members initially? Um, so my own personal network, I, I did the DC launch training and two of the people on the training, well three actually, played pivotal parts in my thought process. So Mike Coleman, who was the executive director, one thing what he said, which has resonated with me, guys, B&I, people get hung up on it, it's just the system to make your chapter work. And that's where the piece clicked in my mind. And another chap who I got to know, that I, know I, can't, I cannot recommend him, Peter Higgs. He is the executive director for Birmingham and Black Country. He's got about 600 members. He's done two Hall Lane chapters. One's now at 50 members. And the advice what he gave me was just incredible. Um, and obviously, my, the, the area director who runs all the chapters over in our way, Louise Eccles Cookson. One thing what I, <coughs> I have admiration for and I love about is she just gives me creative freedom. She was amazing today, wasn't she? Epic. epic Absolutely love that lady. She was epic, stunning. But to give me the creative freedom where I still followed the spine of it, you know, I'm not reinventing the wheel, mm-hmm. but what's important to me is that the brand comes first. Create a brand. And I can touch on that in a bit about the brand. But she never once stopped me. She let me be creative. See, I think the one thing I learned from coming to your chapter in that launch phase, obviously, because we were doing launch in Hale at the same time, and I think we've, we've, I wouldn't say we've made massive mistakes in the things that we've done in both Beyond and Hale, because they've both launched at really good sizes, but I think that we we kind of got, got a little bit bored with the process at times, didn't we? And I think that... What we what we should have done, and this is down to what it is in the region. In terms, is freshen it up with fresh faces. I know you're told not to bring BNI members in, but actually bringing great influencers in within that are that I think that you did really well. And you kind of what I really loved about your presentation is that you went through the core values of what BNI, so it was embedded in those members. So you adapted the presentation slightly because it's not it's not set in stone like the twenty point agenda, and I think those members that were there fully before launch know what the seven principles, I, I could go go to, go to Beyond now and say to Beyond what the seven principles of, of, of B&I and I could guarantee you that not one of them would be able to tell me three, never mind a whole lot of them. And I think, well, if, if I went to your chapter, because you cover them every week, every single everyone week. single one will know what it is. Every single week. And was impressed me as well, having the, the core group members actually Say yeah, I'm happy to do. It. I'm happy to discuss the value. You know, it's only two minutes. I'll give each person. 
But I always make sure the guest speaker as well had a core value. And I never said to him, would you talk about this core value? I just said, Chris, which one do you resonate with? And he came and he said, I think he was giving his game, was it? Mm. He was giving his game. He smashed it out of the park. Chris was great. Everyone loved him. But he got through to the people that I may not be able to get through to. Mm. How important do you think it is within BNI and within core groups, especially, that the people that are coming along are buying into the person that's presenting? Do you, do you think that anybody comes along to those meetings and sees the structure and everything of BNI and goes, "Oh yeah, I, I really love BNI and I want to to get involved with BNI"? Or do you think it's more about they buy into the person and the vision that they're creating? One million percent, it's it, people buy people. Yep. But I would say as well, detail, attention to detail, detail with everything you do, everything like I said to sit people in, in the power teams, get the feel of it so it's almost like it's there for them already, not this is you're going to be in a bar, we're just going to evolve this and we're just going to then start, no, 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 we need 2019, people can just go and walk over the road and just say, you know, I'm going to get involved with that group, it's already live, give them that reason to think, yes, this is this is my opportunity to create my own revival and paint the town red. Um, I think there's a lot of people who get worried about, right, if, uh, if I open the door up for other B9 members to come in, they're going to nick the, the member or whatever. If they bought into Dave Kelly, they're going to stay with Dave Kelly. Mm. And if they did go elsewhere, it means that they weren't bought in anyway. Yeah. It doesn't really make any difference. Exactly. And I, I once they got involved with me, Few, a few of the, the members have gone somewhere in Tigers and Paramount. They always, they're always there on Thursday. What is your favourite core value and why? Accountability. Without accountability, you've got nothing. Accountability is the cornerstone of everything you do. The way you do everything is how you do everything. I think in many ways as well, that one, if you are going through core values with potential members of BNI, if they really, really like accountability, they'll be good members. And if they're not really sure about it, they probably won't be good members because they'll be the types of people that they don't want to be held accountable to each other. I love it when somebody says to me, oh, do you know that introduction that you made from, oh, you said you're going to introduce me to them. You've not done it. I go, I'm really sorry. I will do it right now. Do you know, rather than them, them think... Oh, it, it was just, it just made that up. There was no way he was going to do it. I love it when people do that. Don't get me wrong, it doesn't happen all the time because, you know, I do try to introduce people as and when I say, but it's that being able to do it that makes being and I different from everything else. And plus, I can do it. If you said you're going to introduce me to somebody and obviously you're very busy and you hadn't done it, I know that I could phone you and go, any chance you can just make the introduction for me? And I know you'd be, you'd be like, oh my God, I cannot believe I've not done that and do it straight away. And that, like you say, my, from my point of view, I think we've done it on a previous podcast. Accountability for me is the number one thing. Same it's, for me. It's what stands BNI apart from everything else. Yeah. And for me, that's why BNI doesn't have a competitor. We're not in a coffee club, are we, boys? No. <laughs> no. 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 No, we're not. <laughs> if you want a coffee club, go to Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a fact. We're, people, I don't see it like we're, we're networking. No, I don't. But I don't think we. But, but, but this, I've, I've had this debate before is we're a referrals organization and we're a, a, a group of business owners who meet every week to know I can trust each other to make sure that we can make those referrals that is in essence what we do is then we network through those people but the people that you see every week they're your your extended sales team yeah, yes. and you network through them 
but we don't network on a Friday or a Thursday or whatever day your group is. You're there to educate. That is what I'm there on. I, I go to my group to educate, and that, that's what I always say to members who come up and say to me, um, I'm not I'm not getting any business. This is one of many factors, but one of the biggest factors is, have you educated people enough on what you want and how, you know, how they're gonna introduce you to get it? And most of the time they haven't. So above all the other things, your one-to-ones, your have you given enough or what, you know, but most of it is because people don't know what they want and they don't know how to tell people to do the intro. Everything you said there is right. And I think Phil Berg was absolutely spot on today by what he said, which is, have you gone to the people and asked them, how can I be made referable? Mm. What are the things I can do to make you refer me? And I think thinking it, we, we over complex things. Phil has a nice way of going back to simple with it. Very simple as well. And sometimes it's like when you hire him speak, I'm like, how have I just not thought of that? You know what I mean? He was talking about green members, wasn't he? he said, why do green he put it to the room, why do green members leave BNI? And people were like, not enough business, blah 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 blah. And he said, no, the reason they don't, the reason green members leave BNI is because the other members, their extended sales team, do not know how to introduce them. They like them enough. They know them, they like them, they trust them. They, they could probably, they've, they've probably been giving business out, they're bringing visitors to the meetings, and they leave because they've not helped everyone else in the room on how they can introduce them, which is a really powerful thing because you think about it, you'll go out and it's all about give us gains, so you give, you give, you give, you give, with the idea of gaining. But if you don't make it easy for anybody or you don't help them to help you who to introduce you to, how can you do it? This comes up all the time where I say, I say to people, if you don't know who you want to be introduced to, how can I introduce you? You know, you've got 30, 40, 50 in your room. You've got the extended network of BNI if you're doing it right. You've probably got hundreds of thousands of people that you could find referrals to. You could be having a meeting with somebody today, tomorrow, next week. You're not going to introduce 20 people off the back of that meeting. Somebody's going to stick in your mind that wants an introduction to that person. And it's the person that does the best job of educating you on how to introduce you. So it's really, really simple, but it's it just takes that little bit of education for the ones that do get BNI to make sure that we don't lose them or they don't slip through the net. On the... Um, Launch point of view then, what tips have you got in terms of launch directors listening to this or anybody that's interested potentially in getting involved in a launch? In a launch, you, the brand, putting the, the brand and, and creating a brand where people can buy into the brand. When you talk about the brand, are you talking about the BNI brand or are you talking about you as in Will Haggerty, I am going to help Spartans. you? To, Okay. Oh, the brand of the, the new chapter. Yes. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's it's so essential. Luke Sugden, he created when he when he created Masters, it had a name, Masters. He set a standard with name badges and, and getting the tablecloths and, and certain things. And I just evolved it, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna create a logo, I'm gonna do a promo video. I'm going to show people, right, this is your opportunity to fill this room. So I made a point of, this is the room I'm taking, yeah? Yeah. You made something that the people wanted to be proud of, I thought. Yes. Yeah, so BNI, it's, you know, you're part of the BNI network, great, but first and foremost, you are Spartans masters. Or Spartans. Or I'm so proud of the fact that our members, they say, I'm a Spartan. Mm. I am a Spartan. I want to introduce... The, the new a new member to the group, I'll always say, um, Spartans, please welcome Spartan thirty six. 
um, whoever it is and their profession. And then you get boom straight away. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Everyone's overjoyed and happy to see people get involved and become a Spartan. So Spartans is your chapter that you, you've just launched. Yes, as this, Hall of this fame. week. Well yeah, done, Hall of fame, Hall of fame chapter. chapter. What is and the what? What figure have you launched that? I launched at thirty-five. Lockdown, lockdown of 35. Lockdown of 35, and on Friday 36, a financial broker made his payment. His references checked out. It was really good, really good. Reference. Seeing as we're here at the conference, I feel like we should all be stood up we're and cheering and clapping and doing no, well, a well, well, well done. Well, we, we will have that a is amazing. But we'll have a chance to do that at a global conference. How proud will you be to get on stage at a global conference? And if, if, if the opportunity arose, I, 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 yeah, it'd be. Well, you, you, it'd you be do. You'll have a Hall of Fame pin award. You'll have a Hall of Fame pin on stage. I've not been told about Yeah, yeah you will. You will. And you get, get up on stage. Ivan gives you the award. It's, I think it's a really, really proud moment. So, congratulations on that. You should be super proud. And also, I think we always talk about being I a lot of that, but going back to the point that you made before, which is kind of a theme of what this weekend's been all about, really. Is how much difference it makes to communities, and I think when you yes. when you talked about that you wanted to do it in your your home city in Oldenshaw, and what thank you for the business you target yourself this year at Spartans. Well, I outlined the group will generate two to three million pounds a year in referred business if the members follow the system and they they engage with it. And the relationships are strong. The no like the trust factor is through the roof. It's hitting the one to ones, which is a one to one is business meaning the business people generate business. The revenues will come. Are you going to be supporting that chapter as well? Yes. Somebody told me. Okay, yeah. great, brilliant. Yeah. I personally, when I'm, I know there's, I've spoke to people here that launch multiple chapters and they're solely interested in launch, was that I feel like. It, it, it's important to me that those groups are successful long term. So at the moment, so just we're just launching the second chapter, which will launch as a Hall of Fame chapter again. It's important to me that that, that is successful long term. So I'm going to support that one as well as Beyond um, for the time being. Um, so, but the thing with, with Beyond as well, because I'm interested to see how how it all pans out with help because it bought into you and Chris Oldenhale. Yeah, that this is gonna be the difference. This will be the difference and that's why it's important that Dave stays on as a as the acting DC. Um, beyond you put you put a roof on this the right room. You know, you stepped in, you said, right, you know what? I'm not gonna be the Steve McLaren and, and Alex Ferguson together. One of you's gonna say, right, we're gonna go in there and this is it. You know, this is and you've got you stepped up to the plate and the the, the chapter is you've offered stability to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think great chapter. I think from my perspective so far, and I say I only having done two as people have done a lot more than me, it's so important <coughs> to have the drivers in the group early day, early doors so that your messages that you're trying to portray for those that don't quite understand everything within BNI yet and no, obviously there's no way they should do, the people that do get it and the respective within the room, they can they can give your messages in a language <coughs> of being one of the others. So for your point of view, if you've got a Spartan, Spartan number one, You've got a message that you need to get across to everybody. Don't get me wrong; they'll be massively bought into you. But as you're not a member of their chapter, if you've got someone within that's pushing it, it's so so powerful. And that's definitely what happened with Chris. We've got a lady called Kyla in, in Airport City, and she's very very much the same. And yeah. people will do. It's one of those things. I used to say at Beyond before we'd launched that the, 
the core members there would walk through walls for Chris. You know, I was the BNI person trying to get the group launched. So I was trying to help them, but they still saw that I was still an outsider. But having somebody that's one of them is so is really really powerful. Yeah, and it's like that's why it's important for you to stay on at at, at Spartans. Just wrapping up because I just want to add something as well. One of the reasons why I will be with Spartans long term is because Northwest needs a chapter that's going to rival Phil Burns hundred plus. Yeah, yeah. Right, we're going to do it. Definitely. Yeah, it's not no, going to happen overnight. I have no doubt that you will. With people like you in, in charge, I that do room, not doubt it for yeah. a second. That room, so, those guys in there have only been used to attendances of 50 plus a week. My, my next question, as we're just about to finish, was what's next for Will Haggerty? Are you, so you're going to support that chapter? Are you going to be looking to launch more chapters? Are you looking to support other chapters? Um, I, I'm the ambassador of uh, Heat and Mersey Synergy Group. Is that still a core? It's now 20 members at wow. the core. Yeah. Um, one of the best learning curves I could have taken. Um, we, Clive had just took over it, Clive Tassel, 63 years old. It, it was, it had, it had problems. And over time we've corrected those problems. Okay, fantastic. And then final question, when we've got really influential people that really get BNI, we like to ask for one tip for success within BNI. So if you were speaking to somebody now that wants to wants to get involved in BNI or they've just got involved or they've been involved for a while and they're maybe not getting the returns that they need, is the one thing that you think they could do better or one underpinning thing of, of mo most successful people within BNI that they do? Whether it's, you know, they might, you've got to bring lots of visitors, you do gains one-to-ones, make sure you empower team meetings, you know, some other chapters. Is there something where you think, you you because you'll have people coming to you saying to you, well, I'm not generating, I'm giving, 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 and I might not be getting as much as I want back. What, what do you think I could do? What do you normally advise them to do? It's, it's about the profession, isn't it, as well? So some people may find it hard to refer, let's say, you have an IP lawyer, is mm. that right? Yeah. So the IP lawyer may want introductions into places which are really difficult doors to open up, whereas a cleaning company it may be easier for those guys to get through the doors that you can open up so what I would say is first of all I would make sure you are being authentic with everything you do you are who you are you are not portraying an image of somebody else you know if you speak a certain way keep sticking to the way that you speak to be true to yourself really yes and try to help others to help you yes and just follow the system yeah follow the system use being yeah yeah because it's such like if you keep those two analogies in your mind it's you just if, i think if you follow it that way eventually you'll get will, to the path yeah you'll strike it fab 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 what a great podcast that's been today it's been thank a you absolute pleasure yeah, thank you very much will one of my favorite episodes yeah absolutely fantastic thank, thank you very you. much can for i just say one thing before yeah, we go course, i want to thank um ray holding peter higgs i want to thank luke sugden i want to thank louise eccles cooks and i want to thank mike holden i want to thank chris grimes uh, Alan lewis dave kelly i want to thank um Scott Burgess, I want to thank Roy Gibson, I want to thank Gareth Haggerty, Michelle Manson, I want to thank Simon Caveney, and anybody else that I apologise. I can't believe you missed your parents out. <laughs> All these people, in some way, shape or form, I've taken things from. 
Amazing. Amazing. And I just want to say thank you. Get them to listen to this podcast. Oh, and Matt yeah. Knott as well. Matt Knott and Clyde tap us off. And subscribe. Drop the mic. <laughs> Over and out. Thanks very Cheers, much. Cheers, Will. Bye. Thanks.